This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Mm. Matt. Uh, hello. Firstly, welcome to Give That Some Thought. Tripod Broadcasting's flagship show <clears throat> for episode number 96. Here we are, 96. Thank you to those of you who have been with us since episode one. And I don't know why we keep bringing this up. It seems now almost every episode that we've done, we bring up the number what of the number of the episode is. Yeah. Because like, the, the, literally the first thing you look at, give that some thought, number, mm-hmm. whatever, the blank, and then you click play. Right. Um. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Now, apparently uh, in podcast news, mm. podcast news. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, um, Stitcher's been down for like four days now. Yeah, I know. I, uh, it's oh, been like five days now. Matt, Matt, Matt's a little salty yeah. about Stitcher. Um, um, and I was it was only saved because, and I've been using Stitcher for four or five years now. Yeah, it's it's a pretty easy way to get podcasts. It, it's 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 simple, and you you know me like it's. Just I will use the same bones. thing. Yeah, until it, it's done. Yeah. It's like you, you and me texting. I'm, I'm t- t- telegram, Telegram, Telegram. Then you finally got a Telegram. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is pretty cool, man. Yeah, it's in pretty um, high quality in fact, pictures like, really easily. Like 2009. Yeah, and I've logged thousands and thousands of hours because it keeps a counter. Right? It does it. Yeah, I didn't know that. of like the hours you've listened and thousands and thousands and thousands of hours oh, under yeah. that account. Yeah, and it wouldn't reload any of the podcasts. And my favorite podcasts come out on like a Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And, the weekend, uh, the weekend rift. Yeah, so I get you know. I was looking well, for I'm my. Sorry, Matt. I was looking for my mysterious universe. I was looking for my higher side chats. No, Couldn't find it. I'm what, sorry, what, Matt. It wouldn't wouldn't reload. And then everywhere I went, you know, looking on the internet, trying to find, uh, hey, what's going on with uh, Stitcher? Yeah. Every, they're like, oh, yep, it's it'll down. be up in a few hours. Like for four straight days, they kept saying, yeah. it'll be up in a few hours. Well, apparently, I, I I saw I'm in some podcast communities and stuff on Facebook and Google Plus and stuff. And uh, the CEO of Raw Voice, who is the, um, they run uh, Blueberry, which is where we get all our podcast statistics. Mm-hmm. I can see what state people listen from, things yeah, of that nature. Yeah. Uh, great, great company, by the way. Fantastic folks. But uh, they, um, he was like, like they were commenting on, on in his Facebook group, and they're like, they're like, I don't think Stitcher's coming back. <laughs> like they, it's it's just because Google Play announced that. Podcasts are going to be in Google Play now. B- before mm. long, they're not. They're not in there now. But it, it it's, I think, by the end of the month, which yeah. I guess we're rolling along towards. It's the sixteenth. Um, podcasts are going to be there, and then of course Apple has iTunes. You know, yeah. which has been sort of the the monster of podcasts for years and years. It's sort of the metric of mm-hmm. top downloads and stuff. And then the only other one I can think of is like Podcast One. They have their own app, and there's a bunch of affiliates. They have like the Adam Carolla Network. I think mm-hmm. all of Kevin Smith's stuff is on there. That that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, the, it, like the CEO, he's like, he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't think, I think Stitcher's down. Like, I don't think, I don't think they're coming back because people were loading like their website 
and it was like like the website was not loading. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was weird because Stitcher does pull. They have it set to where when people listen on Stitcher, I st- I can still see. Like it's not pulling from the server every time, but I can still see listens basically. Yeah, yeah. Like it's their own servers, and some folks were like, "Well, maybe it was just like their servers that sort of like host the media and that kind of stuff." And it's like, no, like their whole website, like their their it probably might not be coming back. <laughs> so, so what do, why? What do you we heard uh, why? I I don't think so. I mean, I I don't think there's uh, uh, that's it's very annoying. I was very annoyed the, the Twitter past days with. Uh, with my podcast, not that I had a whole lot of time because you know it was Valentine's Day weekend. You know how busy my oh, Valentine's dude. Day weekends are, dude. Because I work in a restaurant and we were, yeah, we was, getting shafted. It was ridiculous. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, it was so annoying. And uh, so I, it, it it updated the Stitcher app today on my phone. Oh, the app itself. Yeah, uh, that's maybe, odd. Maybe twelve hours ago. Yeah, that it would that they would push an update when <laughs> when uh. Their service is down. I had like, installed that seems it. A little. I had uninstalled it yesterday. I because I was finally had a day off, so I wanted to listen to a podcast. Um, I uninstalled it and installed uh, what did I install? Podbean maybe. There's a bunch of podcasts. Yeah, Podbean, yeah, but uh, um, which I don't, I don't really like. Pocket Cast is the best. Um, it's I, it's a, it's a paid one. I've paid for it. It's like four bucks or something. Yeah, but I'll be darned. Like this podcast app is the best. Yeah. Um, its search function isn't very... I couldn't find it. Oh, hold on. Okay, 11 hours ago, after a lot of hard work, we're happy to report that we're up and running Hmm. from the Stitcher Twitter handle. Hmm. Thanks for all the love and support. If you want to help us, best thing to do is try to get a friend introduced to and hooked on Stitcher. Okay, we'll try to give a bit more context on the outage and what we've learned, our blog but maybe a while before we can. So do you think that maybe Google had something in this and like tried tried to like take down the number one thing that everybody used for podcasts because they're going to have podcasts on their on Google Play now. You think maybe that was it? A little bit of corporate espionage? Well, Stitcher St- Stitcher is a uh, Stitcher is a it's a it's cross-platform. You can listen online. You can yeah. listen, so I don't think Google would have any I don't know. I don't know. It's very Thanks for the patience. If you're an Android user, blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah, they don't. They don't. It's funny. They there's don't. No, there's uh, no reason say to say anything me. about like why. Yeah. Well, there's no reason to thank me for my patience because I wasn't patient. I deleted the damn thing and right. uh, got something else, and I'm not going back. I'm not. I'm, I don't care. Like. Yeah. It was stupid. Well, Stitcher. And I'm spitting angry about it, Addison. <laughs> I could. I'm so. <laughs> I'm so like it. Annoyed that I could just. I could. I could fart in the wind. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things that they don't. Um, that they don't uh, do well, mm-hmm. um, but it is a pretty popular platform. Yeah, I just tried to pull up their website and it's not pulling up though. <laughs> really, uh, it sounds like they're just having a, a ton of issues. Who knows? Maybe maybe like the site where they're sort of doing stuff is like borked or something. Mm-hmm. Who knows? A flood or something? Yeah. I don't know. Well, Stitcher will probably be hiring. Yeah, no kidding. After, <laughs> after they fire all the idiots yeah. that let this happen. Anyways, um, now their VP of operations is probably gone. No kidding. <laughs> fire that guy. I thought about just now that we have obviously our, uh, you know, we've got our hookups. And, Boom, roasted. You know, we mm-hmm. play things yeah. uh, live as we go. I thought about Matt just making this episode, <laughs> titling it "The Life of Pablo." And and just listening to each track, and then just just uh, stopping after each track and then commenting on it. 
<laughs> and then that being the episode <laughs> probably get taken down wouldn't it would that get taken to the copyright or something like you you want to play the whole song yeah <coughs> but if we're counting on it isn't there a fair use clause for copyright is so weird it's such an antiquated yeah. i don't know way of doing things i don't understand i don't i've never understood it well, you can but only you can only play a certain amount of the song so you could only have even about 30 even seconds. if even if it's yeah. just to talk about it. Yeah, that seems. Pretty sure. I think that's what radio does. Like, you know, yeah. But like, see, radio is different because it's marketed. It's like there's like sure. It's obviously sold. Music yeah. is sold to stations. Like I don't know. Anyways, Life of Pablo. For those that don't know, Kanye West new album. Yeah, unfortunately, has dropped. Unfortunately, well, unfortunately for you, very fortunately we have for me. More Kanye. To look forward to listening to at work. <clears throat> I'll say this. I listened to this album. There's very few albums that I've done this with. I'm trying to think of another one that really comes to mind, but listening to an album all the way through mm-hmm. in full full headphones, not earbuds. Yeah. Um, and reading the lyrics if for the first time, listening to it with full headphones and reading the lyrics as you do it. I did that for Life of Pablo last night. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some others that I've done that for. It's very, very few. Usually I just like hear radio singles or whatever. You yeah. Know? Um, but there's no artists that I really follow. Like none, really. I, I've been meaning to do that with Adele's new album. Haven't. Mm-hmm. Only heard the two songs that get radio play. Have the album. Haven't done it yet. Been meaning to do that with the Kendrick Lamar album. Haven't done that. Um, but uh, it was worth it. It was well worth it to just re- you read the lyrics. You sort of take in the 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 music. It's it's a very great experience. I would yeah. highly recommend it when a new album comes out for those. But that being said, Kanye West is about the only person I follow anymore. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of an actual singular musician, John Mayer. And actually, I think I did that with uh, Battle Studies. <coughs> Didn't do it with um, whatever the one after that was with the whole bluegrass tone. Forget that. Yeah, that phase can pass so quickly for John. Like the the day that's over, uh, I, I'm I'm I'll be the happiest. You fan don't like alive. the bluegrass, huh? I do not. He wore he he was on the cover of 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 that album in a poncho, man. Yeah. Here's the thing about bluegrass and country music is that it, you you can't do it well if it's your second or third choice of genre like that you play. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no way that you can do it well. Unless you are an incredibly accomplished musician, because bluegrass, and I would I would say that John no, is though. Yes, but not not to that extent. Not in that not in that way. Yeah. Um, it's 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 something that's impossible to do because you come come off sounding cheesy. Really, the best bluegrass musicians are people who have grown up in the culture mm-hmm. and playing that music their entire lives, and that's the only music they ever played. Because David Crowder, right. <laughs> Not good, good bluegrass. Not good country, but yeah. but passable, but not not great. Um, yeah, there's just something about like you, I don't know. You, I can't I can't take it seriously when I hear somebody like like John Mayer, John Mayer doing, a bluegrass or even album. even now Mumford and Sons, like their second and third albums or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. well, the, what's the, the whiny emotional stupid like? shit that's over like <laughs> just because it's over banjo, it doesn't make it any different than it was when it was over guitar. Right, you know, yeah. I, that's that, that's basically what I'm saying. So, wasn't the well, well, that's what I'm saying. Wasn't the Mumford and Sons? Weren't they really? 
I don't know. That feels more rock to me. Yeah, yeah d- definitely. With definitely. maybe a bluegrass influence, if yeah. anything. Well, it was it was a certain type of type of rock, but it it was more gospel than anything. Mm-hmm. It wasn't so much bluegrass because bluegrass has has is a closer roots to like old style blues, which is the same same forms, the same same basic riffs. Um, you know, just sung with different lyrics or with a different style of voice, and that's right. that's bluegrass. You right. know, like. It's probably going to be super, super loud. If it'll play. Gosh, what's up with your internet, dude? It's it's terrible <laughs> at all times. Well, maybe it's not going to play at all. You should know. Well, I guess that is a banjo right there. Yeah. Now. 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 This is Mumford & Sons. I will wait, right? Yeah. It's a lot closer to gospel. It's a lot, I, I mean, it's, it's a lot more like Bruce Springsteen than anything. Right. So it's that Americana rock and roll. Yeah. And um, I love that song. Now, 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 ter- <laughs> now, now, YouTube search this. Okay. Steve. Is this, who's the artist? Steve, the letter N, Seagulls. Thunderstruck. Okay. Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. Okay. If I mean, you're, you're you're internet dude, you gotta. Are you downloading like a terabyte of porn in the other room no. or something? <laughs> like no. uh, just a gay wet. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Alrighty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna buffer. That's 30 seconds, man. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> okay, well, you... Looked around, and I knew there was no turning back. This is a lot closer to real bluegrass than... Right. Mumford & Sons. Yeah. Um, this is an ACDC song that they're covering. Thunderstruck. No kidding. Yeah, it's an ACDC song. Hmm. Um... Right, but, that but but that's what Andy AC, and Dwight, AC, but everything's better acapella. <laughs> Cherry pie, Warren, better acapella. No way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, ACDC being right. you know the, the rock and roll band classic, from the seventies yeah, and eighties. Sure. We think of classic rock. Yeah, they were just doing. Black black. They were just no. doing what the black artists had done forty years prior, <laughs> with the very basic blues. Riffs, yeah, but they were building it up bigger and louder and electrifying it, yeah. Um, and so that's why you know that song fits so perfectly within the the structure of of bluegrass, right? Um, yeah, the the video for it is great. It's it's this guy, this big old fat dude on uh, on Mm -hmm. a lawnmower, a riding lawnmower. I see, and he's riding on the road. Oh, the Yellow King. Yeah, basically. <laughs> what a what a throwback. And he's if wearing, anybody got that reference, you're our kind of people. He's wearing but, nothing but a pair of overalls. No shirt, no t-shirt I, under it, just overalls. <laughs> right, barefoot. Okay. Sure. Okay. <coughs> barefoot Which is always how you should Barefoot on, lawn, on lawnmower. Yeah. He has an accordion over uh-huh. his belly. 
right? He's he's steering with one hand. He's got the one hand on the accordion, right? Mm-hmm. He pulls up to this barn. It's open, and there's a bunch of other dudes all in, like just just overalls, hanging out with instruments. One guy's this big floppy straw hat on with a long the straw of, out of his mouth, long yeah. thing of grass coming <laughs> out his mouth. <laughs> and this guy starts. Uh, he takes his giant wrench and hits an anvil. Ting ting, and that's where that ting ting comes from in right, the song. Right, and the dude starts with the banjo riff. Just rolling. It's one of my favorite songs to listen to when I'm drunk because it has so much energy. <laughs> and just when you see these guys, just I mean, they're just tearing it up on these right on you know upright bass and yeah, you know um, mandolin banjo. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's music. Guitar. I'll uh, y- y- you know it's interesting I- and the accordion. Freaking accordion. It's great. <laughs> yeah. I get a lot of hate for, you know, my stuff with Kanye West. And, and, and I'll, because I really like Kanye West. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be the first, like, I consider myself a fan, but I hate Yeezus. That's, that, to me, that's a terrible album. Like, and, there was, and you're, I, I like Kanye West too. But my, that being my, said, my joy is much more muted. Right. Than yours. Yeah. And I think As is with an most idiot, things. But, yeah. But, <laughs> but, but even looking at Yeezus, because I listened to that whole album. Yeah. Black Skinhead, New Slaves. I listened to each song a couple times, and it, it was nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. But, but I feel like he, I feel like he was trying to communicate something, but I feel like it fell vastly short with me. Yeah. Um, whereas The Life of Pablo, I, I, I feel very differently, and I feel like there's, excuse me, there's a lot there that I'm going to find out. That I'm yeah. gonna find more and more because I listen to I, I'm sort of a recent Kanye sort of you mm-hmm. know I haven't followed him um, and 808s is like really come alive for me yeah like in the last year as that's I listen like to his that depressive, album I'm like, I'm like wow this is that's more of like his depressive stuff. kind of yeah. mellow muted yeah yeah like self like depressive sort of stuff it's the kind the kind of thing the whole thing is auto tuned would you say it's emo. Could you say like compared to maybe, other maybe other well, Kanye I, stuff? But welcome emo. to heartbreak, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> okay, so here's here's the thing. I, maybe I, I just thought of it. Maybe I just figured it out. All right, I love it when Matt just figures it out. What's Kanye West's favorite thing in the world? <laughs> Kanye West, exactly, <laughs> precisely. <laughs> we know that. Uh, what was there's he, a track on Life of Pablo called "I Love Kanye," which I let you listen to before the think, show. I don't think Jesus was about Kanye West, even though it was titled that. Yeah, I think Jesus was about <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, there's a lot there. It's not just it's just not. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that Kanye West loves Kim, Kim Kardashian. I don't think he's in love with her. Really? Uh, it's, well, it's an arranged I'd be, marriage. I'd be it's, interested. It's, it's, it's a marriage. It's of convenience yeah, and power. Yeah. I'd be interested um, to see how you feel after Life of Pablo, though. Okay. Because there's some interesting themes on there. Like there's one song in particular where he's talking about like how how difficult it is to kind of be married, basically, yeah. which really hit home with me. Because he's like, he's like, I have to stop all this other stuff and like, you know, oh, I want to hang out and, and, you know, like text this girl and stuff like that. And he's like, he's like, but I really shouldn't. And, yeah. and, and I was like, damn, yay. That's, that'd be hitting home, bro. Well, I think Kanye West's best albums are when Kanye West is all about Kanye West. <laughs> like my beautiful dark, dark twisted fantasy was really him trying to ascend into godhood with a lot of the a lot of the things. It, it, it really is. It, it, it's, it's, it, that it, is your favorite album. It's you his, well, it's his, it's his. His his soliloquy to to a power grab to him beco- ascending and becoming something triumphant, you know, uh, uh, yeah. ascending to his throne. See, basically. to me, I, I, and you know, with with like power and uh, all yeah, the lights, yeah. right? Like he's he's and and even monster, 
right? Mm-hmm. It talks about, you know, monsters. That song isn't about just a monster, but it's about them being the monsters. Yeah. And being the powerful hunters, the the, the people that you would be scared of, you know? Yeah, um, uh, yeah so... Uh, uh, a uh, a uh, a benevolent king and a madman, right? Yeah, I don't know. See, to me, what my beautiful twar- twisted fantasy represents is, oh yeah, this is the album before Jesus. <laughs> like power, like all the lights, but that's what that album represents. Well, it, me, it's, unfortunately, it also is, it's a very preachy album from him. Yeah, as far as uh, social political, don't you think Jesus was though? Um, not as much, not in the same way, or at least it, uh, at least I don't think that because That's I never, the thing. I don't think it resonated. With I that. never invested any time in Jesus, whereas I did with my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Oh, actually. I remember when it came out. Like I know. you would not shut up about that album. Yeah, yeah. Like you, 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 that was when I was like giving you rides. I think to work and stuff, and you're like playing it in my car and stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like, will you shut the fuck up about this? Like you, yeah, you mm-hmm. were, you were, you couldn't get enough of that album. And that's that's how I am at least in the last twenty four hours about uh, life of Pablo, and it's it's very it's very very interesting, Matt. Yeah, I'll even the one he did. Um, uh, what is the, so, the the oh man, I can't think of the title. Um, this this is a song for the douchebags, a song for the assholes. It's like a nine minute song on the end of my Dark oh. of Fantasy. Um. Anyway, it's not not pertinent, but that song is uh. I don't know. It's 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 it ties the whole run album away. together. Yeah, run away. Toast it's, for the douchebags. <coughs> um. Yeah, it's 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 it kind of ties the whole album together. Um, because basically what he's saying is he's not a redeemable person. After you know he's he starts preaching. Um, you know we have Nicki Minaj doing the the thing. Um, where she's do- there is no person in music I hate more. She's than She's talking Minaj. in that fake, stupid, not passable British accent. Yeah. Um, you might think you've peaked a scene. You right. haven't. The real one's far too mean. Mm. The watered down one, the one you know, was made up centuries ago. <laughs> they made it sound all whack and corny. Yes, it's awful, blasted, boring, twisted, fiction, fiction, sick addiction. Now gather round, children. Zip it. Listen. Okay. All right. And that start. That starts off. The album, right? Um, it it it's it's him, right, kind of like his esoteric sermon, the whole thing, right? And the whole thing is his him, the story of him ascending to godhood, and then um, um, up, obtaining it, finding, find, and then ascending from godhood in, into the light, um, and then uh, becoming from going from the light to becoming a monster and then uh, utterly becoming an, uh, it, not a redeemable person. Yeah. Um, maybe a little bit prophetic about uh, Kanye West as a person. Who knows? Yeah. Now, interesting to note about, about uh, 808s and Heartbreaks, at least, at least in Google Play. Oh, they used to do like a... Uh, God dang it. They used to do like a description and it was uh somebody had uh I'm not being able to pull it up for some reason. But uh somebody like said something about autotune or bet him that he would make a whole album in autotune and this was his response to that. Is that do you have any recollection no, or knowledge not of that? At all. No. Anyways, but yeah, 808s is definitely my favorite right now. Yeah. I think it used to be uh, graduation just with like, oh my god, I never be laid back as this beat was. And like I listen to that song around my son a lot, 
mm-hmm. because it's like that's how I want my son to look at things. Like everything I'm not made me everything I am. Oh yeah. Like yeah. That's that's what's gonna make you you, son. Mm-hmm. The things that you're not in today's world because it's so easy to be everything. Like you have you have a, you have you have a device in your hands that allow you to to do whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And and but it's everything that you're not makes you everything that you are. You know, because because everybody can look at porn on their phone or everybody can everybody can cheat on their spouse. Yeah. Or everybody can whatever. You know, and those those are both like sort of more moral things or sexual okay. things. But no, 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 I get it. The limits you set on yourself are what define you. Are. You know, yeah. that's I, I don't want my son to grasp that as a young man <laughs> growing up. I want him to grasp that because I yeah. I can't even imagine. You know, like in twenty years when when his, when his sex drive is like, you know, like a rocket ship. Yeah, and of course mine's slowing down, and then my wife's is picking up. I've often thought about that phenomenon because we're the exact same age. Like you realize I'm my sex drive is going to be pumping the brakes when she's like. One to three times a day. Like, how's that going to work? Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll figure it out. That got really weird. <laughs> but, but anyway. On this podcast, are you kidding me? We got we got weird. It's true. We got really weird and stupid oh, for was, a minute. It was like 20 minutes in. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, could, keeping in the musical theme, Madison, I think you had something else. Oh, the else. Grammys were tonight. Yeah. Well, let's talk about music. Let's just let's just talk about music all all. <laughs> music cast. Music cast. Yeah. Episode 96, music mm-hmm. cast. Um... Bump it. Apparently, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar won a ton of Grammys. Taylor Swift won a ton of Grammys. Blech. Hmm. Well, okay, not blech, because Blank Space is a masterpiece. Taylor Swift has finally found her voice, and it's not con- it's not a pseudo country that that she always was kind of painted as. What is it? Like now that now that she came out with a pop voice, like she's she rivals Katy Perry for me now, man. Uh, and oh. that's you know that's blasphemy in my world. You're coming to the T Swizzle side. That's uh, exactly like mm. that's uh, that's up there for me. Yeah. Because our the Lord and Savior, the queen, the reigning queen of pop, yeah, in in my book, of course, yeah. is Katy Perry, w- without question. Um, Beyonce is up there, you know, uh, especially with that, especially with uh, Drunken Love, that track she did with Jay Z, oh, fantastic, fantastic track. Well, if we're talking about like who's the queen of pop mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. Lady Gaga. It, it, well, I'm surprised. Actually, sidebar, I'm surprised you don't like Lady Gaga. Why? Because, okay, because she is, um, how do I put this? She's pop, for sure. Like, for sure. sure. Like, top 40, you know, just dance. Like, you know, she's pop, right? But I, I truly believe that Lady Gaga is actually really, really talented. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a musician, and I'm actually trying to pull up a song here to emphasize, I think it was on... Maybe not born this way, but let me see if I can find it really quick. Um, you and I, this song, like the guitar, and like she plays the piano. Like she'll go on SNL or Conan or whoever it is, and just like, just like go, you know. And like that, not a lot of like I don't think, uh, if I'm being honest, I don't think a Katy Perry could do that. I don't think Taylor Swift could do that. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't think she could sit down on a piano and sing and like produce a beautiful, do a beautiful song like mm-hmm. that. Listen to this song. I've, love this song so much if it'll play on your the internet mm-hmm. but uh you and i is an example of there we go i love this song so much it's been a long time since i came around been a long time but i'm back in town this time <coughs> 
Uh, so she's playing ragtime now, eh? Exactly. Ah, uh, no, I, this is... Not a fan? This is pop country, dude. I mean... Country, though? No? Dude, she sounds like Shania Twain in f***ing 1998. Okay, well, this is, perhaps. This is, this is, ba- or Honey, I'm Home, or whatever it is. No, this is, like, yeah. That's, right. that's That's late 90s country. That's what that is. Like it's kind. Of, it starts off as like a a, a a decent rag, but like you know, no. Uh, definitely like you know, a little bit of a Broadwayish feel, but who the hell Yeah, that's all. Those are all country riffs right there. Mm-hmm. That guitar in the background, that the bending, that yeah, that that's. But that's, see, like even that's aping the sound of a slide guitar is what it's doing there. But to do top forty stuff like Poker Face and Just Dance, like like the stuff that you wait, that you it, can't it's poker get away face? with. Poker Face. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was the face. Yeah. There is only sex. Yep. <laughs> no. Um, Drop it, Robert California. Mm-hmm. Everything is sex. I actually watched that episode yeah. <laughs> because that's where I'm at now in my fourth or fifth rewatch or whatever yeah. it is. But um, was I saying no? To, like to have Poker Face, and Just Dance, and stuff, and 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 that sort of thing, and then and then to have something like that on the album that'll never get played on the radio or or whatever, I or maybe did get radio play, but it was something that if you say. Oh, I like Lady Gaga. Like that's not what people are thinking. That's what I really like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I found that recent love for uh, speaking of Queens of Pop. Um, like I, I knew that Amy Winehouse was a person. Like just oh, that's a person who does music, I guess. Yeah. And then she died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, from sticking a needle in her arm. No, she actually she died because she stopped drinking. Well, wait, are you, are you being serious? Yeah. No, that's 100 percent why she died. Because really? she drank two bottles of vodka every day for years and years and years, and then she stopped, and her body blew the f*** apart. That's what happened to Lady or, uh, or Amy Winehouse. Yeah, she was sober for three days, and the first time in, Matt, let in me, years. Uh, I'm going to go grab you a beer she, real quick. Just to- <laughs> Then she died. She really? Because of alcohol withdrawal. If you are that serious of an alcoholic and you go that long without, yeah, you'll you'll no. If for you sure. stop cold turkey and then don't have like medical treatment, well, she was she was hitting weeks heroin pretty hard. Too. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. But it was the alcohol, the with, alcohol withdrawal that actually killed her, <coughs> not the heroin. Interesting. Well, there you have it, folks. You heard it here first. Yeah, um, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure that the heroin helped speed up that alcohol withdrawal. Right. Death. Yeah. And she, maybe she would have just gotten super, super sick and had to be in the hospital or something. Yeah. But the fact that she died was, be, you know, probably it might have been because of the heroin too. Right. You know, her body was too weak to uh, to fight it off. To but, handle an eight ball. Yeah. Wow. Great story. Compelling and rich. Thank you very much. Um, no, anyways, so she died. I'm like, oh, who's Amy Winehouse? And I started listening to her music. I'm like, wow, this is one talented broad. Yeah. Like, that type of voice. <laughs> like, that stuff really attracts me. That's what, that's what attracts me well, to then, Adele. Like, that's... Then it, let's, 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 since we're going to make this music episode... She explore further? Let me, let me play you a song. Uh, yeah, who's Cat, the artist? Cat Power. Um... Like cat as in kitty cat. Cat as in kitty cat. Like pussies. Yes. Okay. C-A-T, power. 
Okay. Uh, just list some of the some of the songs there. Okay. Let's see what comes up. Let's here. See, the dark end of the street is a really good cover that she does. Um, I'm just in, playing live, the first thing. Lived that shows in bars up here is good. And, um, no, don't play the first thing. Give me, tell, tell me. Oh. Okay. Lived in bars is really good. Well, there's the greatest uh, sea of love, werewolf, th- Cherokee, the greatest, silver stallion, the greatest. Okay. Give it a minute. I'll say this. I can tell from the get-go, insanely talented. Yeah. Like, they just get that, right? Uh, she's a supermodel who decided, I want to make an album. And then she put out an album and people are like, oh, that's really good. You should do another one. And then, <laughs> then she did another one. That's how it always is. Then, then she did another one called The Greatest, um, which is front to back, totally worth the listen. Um, she did another album and the indie world, like their heads exploded. They're like, oh my God, it's so good. They <laughs> right. all loved it. Right. Uh, it was like album of the year and all the. An in, album nobody knows about, but the, only we do. And all the indie rags. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I could tell insanely talented, but the only thing I don't like, which, which this falls into more of a subjective kind of not my cup of tea thing mm-hmm. is like that super, I hate to use the term breathy, but like just kind of that tone yeah. is, is, is not really. My cup of tea. Yeah. But but insanely talented. What about my girl Regina Spector? You ever listen to any Regina Spector? Um I have, I think. Yeah. I don't know. All I know is that like it seems just like Rolling Stone just like, Oh really? Sucks her dick. Well, she's a Jew. Well, there you go. Yeah. And they own Hollywood. But um I know something that, that um you and I can definitely both agree on. Oh, why are we drinking right now? <laughs> this is the meanest, leanest, badassest song in all of the universe and any multiverse that's ever been created by God or any other gods in this world. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you could have seen the look on Matt's face. Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest song ever put to guitar. It's quite possible that I'm your third man, <laughs> But it's a fact that I'm the seventh son. Ball and a biscuit, ladies and gentlemen, by the White Stripes. Ball and biscuit. Ball and biscuit, yeah. Um, I know you're a huge White Stripes fan, or uh, were. Uh, no, I still am. I still really love the White Stripes. Jack White through the tours. The solo albums he did, I never listened to them. Just, I listened to a couple songs. I hear them sometimes in the car, because Jason will play, the, <laughs> play it occasionally. Right. But I don't, I've heard the singles, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Not really a, like trying to go, like, the White Stripes phase perfect pristine i want to keep jack white right there in the white stripes the strokes will always be 2001 through 2004 that's it mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. so with the killers so will franz ferdinand even though i know they've done other stuff you know yeah uh blues traveler will still be what they were in, in 2001 to me um the white stripes will still be what they were to me in 2008 and that's it no more yeah 
<laughs> Jack and Meg, always Jack and Meg. Anyway, but yeah, that's I'm, I'm, I don't know. They've always yeah. And just j- just and be thinking about something else oh, that, that, okay. we can, that we can dig into here. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to listen to something else, but I'm going to play this song. And the primary reason that I'm playing it is a to piss my wife off, mm-hmm. and b I think I played this song for you. The video is whole. It's it's just it's it's so over the top, just ridiculous rap, mm-hmm. and it's current. It was 2014, I think. Yeah, 13 maybe. <laughs> um, so long faded from radio play. But okay, actually, yeah, I pulled up this playlist I had because I went to like my recent stuff. Um, I'm going to throw out a name as an example of somebody who, I mean, I like a couple of his singles for sure, for sure. Like, oh, that's great stuff. Yeah. But like this dude is insanely talented, I think, even though it's pop music. Justin Timberlake. Okay. I think I think he's super talented. Yeah, sure. He is. And, and I, and, but that doesn't mean, and I, I, I try and, any music I listen to, I even try and like get past that my cup of tea thing because it's like my cup of tea isn't everybody's cup of tea, but art is art. Right, like, and also you don't know something unless you, you don't know you don't like something until you try it. Right, exactly. And so I like Justin Timberlake, but no, this is a, <laughs> this is a song by a rapper, <laughs> and the rapper's name is YG. That's just he just goes okay. by YG. Uh, and, and and the the title of the song, I bet it stands for Young Gangster. That's what I probably bet it stands for, for Young. I'm sure it's young, young something. Young something, yeah. Yeah, young young gun, perhaps. I, I, I'm i not familiar. Um, young gravy. And I love this song, and my wife hates it. I'll, I'll frequently, when I used to have my car, I would play it and say, this is your favorite song, man. And she hates it so much. The uh, Your internet, of course, is going to... Um, the name of the song is He can't even The name of the song is My Nigga um, You just let it play We're, We'll talk over it uh, About a year ago Yeah Maybe maybe two You can't even You you Watching Matt try and focus Well listen to this is almost more entertaining This was song was All you were about I did, yeah. It was so catchy. I don't know why, and there's no explanation, and there's you, no particular talent here. But but you're not one who will sing songs to themselves, right? I I do yeah. a lot, especially yeah. when I'm at work. I sing along with the radio and find out the song. Uh, this is just something that he, Addison would be singing, like just yeah. to himself. Yeah, all the time. Uh, scrolling on his phone, he'd be like, "My nigga, my nigga." Yep, yep. My nigga. No, it's true. It's the, yeah. That's my he had about enough of my nigga. Yeah, but I don't um, know why. I don't know why. It's just yeah. You know. He might be the one person who opens his mouth less than Jason when he speaks. <laughs> yeah. I'll say the, mum- uh, the mumble king, Beyonce. Beyonce is somebody that I've kind of followed for a long time. I remember. I remember. I went to my grandma's house, mm-hmm. and I've said this before on the show. My grandmother's house. My dear sweet grandmother, sweetest lady I've ever met, bar none. Um, when I would go to my grandma's house, and she would play you Beyonce. No, she had cable TV. Mm-hmm. Now, in the early two thousands and late nineteen nineties, that was a luxury unheard of. Uh, around the Todd home, yeah. Matter of fact, cable TV was always viewed and discussed in a light of that is the ultimate evil. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like that is the pipeline of trash mm-hmm. in into the home. It promotes masturbation in bad grades. <laughs> well, promotes one of those things. So, when, but when we would go there, like they had MTV, and they would still play music. I mean, there was a lot of punk and stuff like that on there, but they would still play music. They would have like whole blocks of hours for music videos. And same thing with BET, Black Entertainment. If you're unfamiliar, and, oh, I, I, I'm familiar. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and I'll never forget. I'll never forget the first time. I saw the music video for Crazy in Love by Beyonce and Jay-Z, and I was just so enthralled. And I'm like, this woman is so stunningly beautiful. And here's and here's this here's this man who has who has so much swagger and is just entering on on, on this uh, Jay-Z, of course. And, uh, and and that was probably my first introduction to Jay-Z as well. And I'll never forget that like it was it was one of those moments where it's like I'll always remember what it felt like to watch the video for Crazy in Love, Beyonce and Jay-Z for the very first time. I'll never forget it. Mm. And ever since then, I've sort of kind of been up on everything that Beyonce does. And I'm into it. I like Beyonce. Yeah. Think she's good. Yeah. Think she did the right move by Mary and Jay-Z. Oh, you, but, you think uh, that's what it was? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the right move. Maybe you should ask her, ask your sister what she thinks about that. Ask old Solange what uh, she thinks about uh, Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. The, the whole ele- elevator thing, elevator thing from like a year and a half ago. Oh yeah, she punched Jay Z or something. What'd she do? She was trying to get Beyonce away from Jay Z because she said that he had her mind, mind, brainwashed, was mind controlling her. Was a part of the Illuminati. Was was uh, you're you're making you're making that part up. No, no, that was actually what happened. Yeah, and she had like so long didn't say anything about it, but like she was, yeah, that's what it was about. That's what it was about. And that's why she clocked mm-hmm. Jay-Z in that elevator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Jay-Z got the restraining order, and then Beyonce came out and, you know, said, no, she's crazy. <laughs> mm. You know. Well, now that we've brought up uh, the Illuminati. Uh, <laughs> or, 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 or A rare occurrence on this show. <laughs> Never happens. No, but I was just Never talk about, about vast overarching like conspiracies. Old, uh... Oh. There you go. <coughs> Ta-da, da-da. Not their best song. How much did you listen to this album as a youth, Matt? A lot. Yeah. A lot as an adult, too. Yeah. I st- I'll still spend some DC talk at work. Really? I, a couple, like maybe a month ago on a Sunday. Look was, at you. I was bumping the jars of clay, Worshiping the DC the talk, and the Rich Mullins in the back. Wow. Yep. Look at you, Matt. Uh, that's uh, Matt. That's church time for Matt. Well, close to it. I, I just enjoy the music, you know? Yeah. Um, trying to think. DC talk, I remember when Jesus Freak came out. Yeah. and uh, Or when it was really big. Mm-hmm. And like I'd hear it. I was it, 13, 1996, man. <laughs> I would hear it at like youth events and stuff. And that was that was considered because I went to oh that was the hardest of the hard that was harder that that was so hard that was the hardest you could ever get <laughs> in Christmas Christian music <laughs> say hardest you could ever get one more it was time. the hard hard as you could ever get no uh, no I that was um, a definite no no I remember mm-hmm. the first CD matter of fact this is like like a history lesson and and a music symposium I don't know what that word means but uh, <laughs> I. Uh, 
I'll never forget. I was in the Civil Air Patrol as a youth. And <laughs> dork. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just just so people people out there know the contest for which I call Addison Dork. Mm-hmm. Civil Air a Patrol. Whale's penis. Oh. Civil Air Patrol. Yeah. Or CAP is uh-huh. is, uh, yeah, is like the Young Marines or is Air Force cosplay. It's a it's a Boy Scouts Air it's Force. Air Sports it's Air Force Boy Scouts. Now yeah. now mm-hmm. not only is that the lamest branch of the military <laughs> the people in Civil uh, Air Coast Patrol Coast Guard, Matt. Coast Guard. Uh, not a real branch. Um <laughs> the people in, in the Civil Air Patrol <coughs> Did you have a little cough coughing cast. interlude. Yeah. I'm I'm I've I've had a cold the past couple days. I made this weekend at work had a great. Cough for like a month. Um that's, I'll let you rant about that's just cancer. Valentine's here anyway. Anyway. Uh uh, uh the the what, what were we talking about again? Civil Air Patrol. Civil Air Patrol. You were yeah. Uh, those were the homeschool kids that other homeschool kids made fun of. Yeah, like no, for you sure. don't want to be the dorks like the dorks in the Civil Air Patrol. Freaking dorks. Right. Yeah. That's the context for which I scoff at Addison being in Civil <laughs> Air Patrol. Continue. No. Okay. So I remember we were in Civil Air Patrol with a couple of kids that you probably grew up with. Yeah, because they I, went I, to Grace. I knew the Civil Air Patrol people. The no. Well, no? yeah, I knew, I didn't know the, but. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, okay, but uh, I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> she looked like Seven of Nine from Star Trek. That's okay. all I'm saying. All right, now I'm gonna have to bleep out the name because you're I did, okay. Yeah, go ahead. You can no bleep definitely bleep it out. It's fine. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, the. Oh yeah, Jordan. Mm-hmm. I think it was, and uh, you probably shouldn't even be saying this. Well, on the, the internet. there were there are three boys. Yeah. The middle one I remember one time. Uh I watched the uh, the fun the finale episode of Lost. Lost, I'll never a day forget late. that. I'll never forget that. And he spoiled it for me on Facebook. Intentionally. Intentionally. <laughs> I have a revenge list. I do. Uh, yeah. His hey, name is, is he at the top? His name is on it. Not at the top. His name who's is on, on it. The, who's at the top? Uh, uh not going to disclose the information. Oh. I don't want to hi- I don't want him to see it coming. Well, we'll bleep it out real quick, but is it that- <laughs> His name is Addison. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, so we were in Civil Air Patrol, and he was like, I had heard um, uh, Dare You to Move, I think, by Switchfoot, uh-huh. around and on, and you know that's what everybody who's hip that, that you know my mom didn't want me to hang out with because they were a worldly influence. Yeah. Um, I had heard that song, and I'm like, yeah, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. It's kind of catchy. And he's like, he's like, dude, you need to listen to... Um, their album, you know, this beautiful letdown, and that was the first album that he and he gave that to me on a CD. Kids, mm-hmm. which which is a little disc <laughs> that you would put in and play music, and and I'll never forget. Like I was like I was like what? And I'm like this is amazing. And my whole world was like opened up to like sort of that Christian rock, like nothing spectacular to write home about per se but i'll never forget that was another musical sort of moment in my life where i was like oh i'll never forget yeah like i i was laying in my bed i, I remember it like it was yesterday i was laying in my bed and i was looking out and it was at night and i was in bed and i had my headphones on so no one could see me at night in bed because i had a portable cd player and i was listening to this album and i'm like i'm like looking out there and i'm like i hope my mom can't hear this you know and i'm like yeah I'm like listening through it i'm like this is amazing this is the best thing that's ever happened to me and I had him hidden in my closet, the three CDs, because I didn't want my mom to find him because he loaned them to me. Life is a youth. I know. Uh, I was one time told that I couldn't listen to the uh, Newsboys because they were, quote-unquote, Christian alternative rock. And alternative was a word associated with the gays. Wow. 
Yep. Who was that? Like by your mom? Both my mom and my stepfather. Yeah. Um. Uh. I'll, the Newsboys. Yeah. Alternative. Associated. Well, with Michael the gays. Tate. I, I. I've said this for a long time. When it comes out, he wasn't that a part. He wasn't a part of the news. No, he wasn't. At the, but at he's the point. new frontman. But but when he when he comes out as gay, I want it to be like I want. Like everyone should be like, oh, Edison, you called it, dude. I call. I'm calling that motherfucker so hard because that dude is gay. Okay. I saw him live, so and, I, and I'm like, I'm like, that dude is gay. There's no way a straight dude can act the way that dude does. And I, and, I've, and like that's not a witch hunt, yeah. but it speaks to sort of the way the Christian community is about these things. Yeah, like because Ray if, Boltz, for example. Yeah, and Jennifer Knapp. Like, has has you, there been a Ray Boltz album since he was gay? Uh, not that you know of. Exactly. Not that anyone knows of. Exactly. Because the Christian community won't promote him. Yeah. It's not a. It's it's you have to. It's like Disney. Yeah. You have to keep a certain image because if you don't keep that image, you can't make money. And it's not about a ministry. It's not about having fun. It's not about a mindset or a message. It is about money. It is about money, 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 money. Everything else is secondary. And it's mm-hmm. the same in the in the Christian world of Christian music. <coughs> you know, everybody running around here around St. Louis area, the big radio station is Joy FM. Okay. Mm, Ninety nine point one. Uh, n- n- yeah. Anyway, uh, which is owned by uh, a large conglomerate of the, the radio Luther, stations. I think it's, I think they're owned by the Lutherans. Uh, no, I'm not sure, but uh, you know, it's owned by a large company whose whose goal is to make money, not to promote uh, Christian values or anything like that. Yeah. And and the fact is, it's no different from a country station. It doesn't sound any different than any lame, terrible music out there. You know. Um, and it's it's all about making money. It's not it's not about a Christian ministry at all. Uh, maybe individual artists, sure, but you, it might be their ministry. You mean, or they might yeah, have a heart yeah. for ministry. Okay, somebody yeah. who just dropped their or just got their first radio play, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but for people like uh, for people like the Newsboys, mm-hmm. for people like Michael Tate, right? Yeah, all these all these other people who are still doing the Christian thing, <laughs> like it's, it's just like as if it hasn't worn off yet. <laughs> yeah, but are still. I'm not saying the Christian thing, but are still actively involved in that that community or whatever of yeah. music in which they're constantly releasing the same album over and over again mm-hmm. uh it's uh, it's not, it's about money you think Stephen Curtis Chapman goes home at night and is like you know I I, I want to change the world with my music no he's making money and he's comfortable and he's mm-hmm. living you know the mega church dream <laughs> you know it's no different than a Joel Osteen you know yeah. what I'm saying well yeah it's, it's nothing more than emotional masturbation there you go. Brought it right home, man. So, as far as as far as Chris, that's how I feel about Christian music. That's why there's only certain st- stuff I'll listen to. Love me some Rich Mullins. Love me some Jennifer Knapp. Early Jars and Clay. But it's not so much about the message. It's about the mis- nostalgia. I don't feel close to God when I listen to, you know, DC Talk or Rich Mullins. It's the fact that that one, at one time when I was 15, I was really into it. You know, yeah, yeah like the Supertones, true. right? You see Supertones? Yeah, <laughs> yep. You know, I yep. love that band. Yeah. Uh, maybe a month or so ago, I played. Almost every album of theirs at work. <laughs> back to back to back? From, yeah, from like noon to like three in the afternoon, like solid straight three hours of Supertones. That's awesome. And they were like, what is this? Like, <laughs> it's what you're dealing with right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <coughs> this occupied a very important part of my life at one yeah, point. But yeah. it's not because I, f- I feel like the, the, the Supertones have great message in their music. I disagree with a lot of their theology. Right. But because um, they actually have having this song where 
er, er, anywhere and everywhere, everything I'm doing, it matters, right? It matters to God. When I'm in the dentist's chair, it matters. It matters. No. That's, no. The, that's the song. That's, that's, the, the that's, the of the song. that's one of the wow. lyrics from the song. No. No, it doesn't. I'm sorry, but it doesn't. Um, the Orange County Supertones is a Christian ska band from Orange County, California. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tooth and Nail Records and Zipper and Beast Recordings. The OCC. It's technically the first rock concert I ever went to. Well, no, because I went to a Carmen concert. That's technically the first Carmen. rock concert. Carmen. Yeah, that was the first one. This was the second one. To go see them in Branson. Okay. Look at you. On a. There on, is no more a singular Christian mm-hmm, event right. than seeing a Christian group perform in Branson, Missouri, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not familiar with Branson. Now, now you've talked on Branson about Branson on the show oh before. Oh, my God, dude. People should be familiar, but it was a youth retreat weekend. Mm-hmm. It was the first time I was away. Did you make on out any, with a girl, man? No. It was the first did time. Did you make I, out with a guy? No, I did not. Okay. There's no making out for me. Yeah. Um, this is the first time I had gone on a youth retreat with the church. Look at you. Know. Anywhere like that. Uh, our little Matt's like, all grown up. I think I was like 13. Yeah. You know? And uh, <laughs> especially because the youth group in our church was sinful, and so I only yeah. did Awana youth group stuff. Yeah. Anyway. I did Awana too. Um, I was heavily involved in that. Anyway, uh, went there. Once was, I realized you had to do stuff, I was like, nah, <laughs> this shit's not for me. Yeah. But <laughs> the only reason people wanted to go is because we were into the Supertones at the time, and they were going to be playing a show there. So we're driving down there, me and my best friend at the time, who was the pastor's son, right? We were listening to the, We're all about the album. Half yeah. the reason why we even went down there that weekend was because it was the Supertones, and he really liked the Supertones. He'd go to his dad into making that, that, weekend. that weekend. Right. Go down there, Sunday morning in March. <laughs> Might have been April. <laughs> Sunday morning, yeah, 9 a.m. Uh-huh. Supertones, 40 degrees outside, yeah. if that. And you're waiting in line. No, not waiting in line. They played for like 100 people at max because it was the end of the weekend. It was supposed to be the closing, like one of the closing ceremonies thing for like 100 people in yeah. this open air pavilion. Open <laughs> air, 40 degrees. Supertones playing on stage. All right. With their ska instruments, the, the trombone and the, and the, the harmonicas and whatnot. Nah. It was the lamest concert I've ever been to. And I've seen Carmen. Time, I've seen Carmen live. <laughs> yeah. No, at the t- at the time I knew it because it was just not a very good. It just it yeah. was one of those things where you see yeah. it live and you're like. Mm, and they tried to get real worshipful with it, like when everybody raise their hands real high, right? Everybody bow their heads and just think about the spirit of the Lord. Like I mean, the front man was really trying to milk it and make it like an altar, an hour long altar car call, right? In forty degree weather, <laughs> in Branson, <laughs> ain't nobody responded to the spirit in forty degree weather. On a Sunday morning. That's that's rule yeah. number one. Yeah. <coughs> that's funny. <laughs> I remember the first concert I went to was, uh, I, uh, well, are you familiar with watching Judas? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one of the first concerts. But I told my mom, they were playing at uh, uh, Blueberry Hill downtown. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had to get the mark on your wrist because you were under 21. Yeah. And I was just going because I, I, like, I knew the dudes and I was going with another uh, girl who you know. And uh, and another girl that you know, two girls that you know, mm. and and I'll never forget my mom. <laughs> my mom was like, "If you go," uh, she's like, and I put my mom on so much blast. She, God bless her, she was doing what she thought was right, and yeah, that's all you can do. I'm a parent now, and I get that. Mm-hmm. Even even with my son, because I I've even had. Well, this is a sidebar. I'll get into this in a minute. Remind me about my son and, okay. and the word no. Um, but so uh, 
she told me she's like, if you go, when you come home, the door's gonna be locked. Oh. Yeah. So playing hardball. Yeah. Now. Now. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I, of course, I'm like, okay, bleh, whatever. And <laughs> so I, I, I did. I went. And <laughs> as a result. I, I'm going to be intentionally very murky, and I'll tell the story to you if you're interested. And my friends who listen to this who would like to ask me, I'll probably tell it to them. But as a result, <laughs> I didn't go home. And I spent the night with a young lady mm-hmm. at, uh, at her place. Mm-hmm. Well, where she lived, mm-hmm. which was her parents' home. Mm-hmm. And her parents were at home at that time and they had no idea that I was there I uh, matter of fact I crawled in through uh, you know those those basement windows yeah that are like the ones that are 28 just right inches at tall gl- ground, right at ground level ground level yeah basically <laughs> basically it's a fire code thing yeah. like that's their excuse yeah. for you can it can be a living space because somebody could get out if there's a fire mm-hmm. yeah I crawled in through one of those and uh, spent the night there and then when I got up in the morning, I remember I remember the Shell Station. I can tell you where the Shell Station is. And you'll know exactly which Shell Station it is. And I showered in their bathroom or just kind of cleaned up and then went to work. Yeah. So my mom basically drove me <laughs> into the arms of, uh, I believe as Proverbs says, the temptress. Mm. <coughs> And there you have it, folks. That, that yeah. those are moments from my youth. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you have a kid on a leash, I don't even know if my wife knows that story. This is when you have a kid on the leash. Getting deep now, Matt. We, this should be the hundredth episode. Maybe we'll just save it. Say we're not doing one, and then release it as the hundredth. When 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 you have a kid on a, such a tight leash his whole life, yeah, and then he's finally gonna break that leash and get away, mm-hmm. and you're like, well, if you if you if you go if you do it, don't expect the leash when you come back. Which is basically what she said. You're like, oh, fine, it's done. Excellent. Yeah. And gone. No leash. <laughs> yeah. That was her, one You were her first event. kid, though, dude. She made some mistakes. Yeah. That was one of them. <laughs> I could go. I could go on and on, Matt. Yeah. Well, I, I we got could... nailed. You want? You want to hear some shit? You actually let me. Let me. I'm gonna rant for a second. You always rant on this show, go. and now it's my turn. Go, good sir. Uh, so back when I was a youth, I mentioned sneaking in Switchfoot, right? Not not that rebellious of a band. John Foreman, you know, pronounced Christian, all, all this sort of stuff. You know, they're wait. They're, he was pronounced Christian. Well, he, what was he before? He's a professed Christian. Okay, uh, very very you know Christian band. Like right? how big is a, of a Christian is he if he's pronounced? <laughs> I think that's something the Pope has to do. But uh, no, so or Billy Graham. And these these things were were considered terrible. My home, like like my mom was like. Toby Mac, like how dare you? They're they're you know about how Toby <laughs> Mac is is the devil and worships Satan and mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff, and and I'll never forget, um, like when my mom texted me a couple of years ago, and she's like, because uh, she was really pissed when I went to a Toby Mac concert like ten years ago out at Church on the Rock <laughs> of all places, and uh, it was so loud it was awesome I'll never forget it, but uh, my mom texted me. Hmm. It's not the cigarette, it's just my cough. Okay. But uh, my mom texts me and she's like, Hey, um, what do you think is like she's like, What is what do you think is like the best way to get um Toby Mac tickets for uh for July or when, whenever it was? It was like a month or two away, and I'm like I'm like Ticketmaster bitch. I'm like, What? And she's like, Yeah, I really want to take uh, the girls, your your little sisters. And I'm like, What a load of shit. 
That yep. is, they get away with murder compared yep. to what I had to deal with. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Those girls are allowed to do whatever they want. Yep. They have email addresses. I had to fight for dial-up time so I could develop my website. How dare you? And and that's a craft. That's a marketable craft. If I had put time into web design, I could be a millionaire by now. I could mm-hmm. be God Mark Zuckerberg. Matt and, and, and loaning money to fucking Kanye West. Listen to me, Addison. I'm a pronounce. You you remember this moment right now because I'm about to pronounce a prophecy on your your ass. Mm-hmm. Within 15 years, you will hear those words from Lucas. <laughs> yeah, on, uh, like, talking about hell? his sister. Yeah, Elsie. You're gonna be. Yeah, you're gonna. He's gonna say she gets away with everything. You let her do whatever she wants. Right. Co- I, I never got that when I was that age. Yeah. That's what he's gonna say to you. Yeah. Yeah. The and he's gonna say no. He's going to say no. The sidebar I was going to get into a second ago is that with our kids, like I get it now because I'm a parent, people yeah. are already telling us, um, and I'll just, this has been an episode of name dropping, putting sure. folks on blast. Yeah. My, uh, it's my wife's parents. And oh, they- What? Yeah, uh, yeah. You have problems with your in-laws? I know. Well, I don't, it, it, which is funny because my wife know, and I, I guarantee you this, and, and and babe, I know you're listening, but but I know she does this. I know she doesn't share certain things about like things they say to her because it would just enrage me more. Like I know that's the case, <laughs> and it's and, and in all honesty, it's probably wise on her part because uh, I'm a rage filled. It man. very is. I'm a, it, it, I'm a rage filled man. It it very much is wise and, on her part, and she's doing that for a reason. And you should let her do that for a reason. Yeah. Just like there are some things that you don't tell her or let her get away that, with. That's ridiculous, Matt. I tell uh, her. I'm anything. sorry. I'm sorry. No. I, yeah. That was. I Sometimes misspoke. I drink with Matt, babe. That's all. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely misspoke. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um. No. Th- so she tells me the other day, she's like. We were just dealing with our son, and he was he was like, no. Like, he says it so emphatically. Yeah. He puts everything into it. And it's funny because he really does say it to almost everything. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll he'll just, no. Lucas, do you want to do this? No. Like, he just, it's just, it's a word he knows how to say. Yeah. As a response to something. And we, being his parents, know that and are smart enough to know that, like, okay, th- this isn't like a rebellion thing. Like, mm-hmm. we don't have to, like break him or, or or put up some big you know show against this yeah and matter of fact that's only going to cause more problems you're going to show him the word has power right and and he, but her parents definitely told, and she she told me this the other day she's like yeah my parents told me that um we need to punish him when he says no even even though he says it to everything and and doesn't really know what it means and i'm like that is ludicrous yeah that is the last thing I'm going to do. Well, number one, they have had more success, or not more success, but more... more <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, easy, more, man. Uh, easy. More experience, experience and time right. raising children. Yeah. So you can't discredit what they say just well, out of only, hand. Only one of them turned out, the one that I married. <laughs> right. So... Well, they all, they all, they're all alive, right? That doesn't mean anything, Matt. Well... That doesn't mean a damn thing. Um. Anyway... I'm just telling you, like, you know. Like, if my failure or success as a father... Don't not listen to them. ...is judged on whether my son and daughter are alive... Yeah, no, I I, I totally... I, then I agree. I'm the father of the year. I agree. Two years running. <laughs> now, where's where's Lucas's vocabulary? He knows no. He knows... Okay, this is funny. So, he's starting to get... Uh, <laughs> he, he knows that in the mornings, when he wakes up, comes into our room, kind of getting awake... Mm-hmm. That we typically watch Curious George on usually my wife's phone. Yeah. 
just pull up Netflix and stuff. He knows, he says George. Like he'll come in and he'll pick up her phone and he's like, George, mm-hmm. George, <laughs> he wants to watch Curious George of all things. Yeah. And actually I like that he likes that because I've seen some other kids programs and I'm like, this is Exactly. It's, At least it's the simple. Curious George, there's, a, there's like a story. Yeah. This little monkey goes and figures things out. And it's actual artwork instead of just garish colors and, right. and yeah. loud noises. But he's he's like, George. <laughs> and um, what else does he say? I'm, I'm, can, I can he visit. says water. He'll, okay. wake, he'll wake up in the middle of the night and uh, he'll be like, I do, I do. And he's like, water. water. Yeah. He just wants water. Um, I'm convinced that children's, mommy gives him all that pizza before bed. Children's television shows. Uh-huh. Are nothing more than preparing a child's young mind to accept the music videos oh. <laughs> and all the other garbage that our culture throws out of the pop culture that are and to be, you know, you raised by Dora the Explorer or, or Yo Gabba Gabba, and you think that the Super Bowl halftime is amazing. It's actually something, some spectacle to care about. Yeah, you know. And now, speaking of uh, spectacles and, and artwork and the Illuminati. I thought we were probably going to get to this. And well, we I, are. I, um, before we uh, came on the air, we watched uh, Kanye West's performance on Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. which was, of all things, this past Saturday. And uh, so we watched it once mm-hmm. because I just wanted to see how he announced the album because I had seen some people talking on Reddit about, well, he looked kind of frazzled. He looked kind of... Yeah. Like basically, because the stuff he was tweeting last night, there, 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 there was like three separate threads that I ran across on Reddit in Arcania, and they're like, um, like, should we be like, this is kind of like Charlie Sheenish, like, what is like, because he he went on Twitter and he was like, he was like, uh, I'm fifty three million dollars in debt, Mark Zuckerberg, I know you listen to my music, uh, it would really be great if you help me out right now, and uh, and he also uh, name dropped um, Larry Page. The CEO of Google, like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's a little, it's kind of a cry for hell. Like, what's what's going on here? Yeah, and uh, and so they remarked that his performance on SNL was somewhat interesting and, and noteworthy in that context. And I was like, okay, let's pull it up and watch it. And so we watched it once, and then Matt got very interested at the end, and he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, we need to watch that again. Yeah, and we watched it again. And Matt, would you like to describe sort of <coughs> what you saw or your takeaway? Yeah. As it were? It was a religious magical ceremony, and Kanye West gave up uh, his, his, symbolically, his, his spirit and his his uh, sovereignty. And at the very end, was uh, they went through a ceremony in which he dies, mm-hmm. and then three symbolic days pass, or the three shouts from the choir, um, after he's prayed over by Kirk Franklin. <laughs> who is you could say he's the bishop of black music you could probably say if if there Frank is a real if there is a pope of black music he he's the pope of black music um at least gospel music he yeah. he's he's the Elvis Presley he's the Beatles he's the uh, Mick Jagger and the Jimmy music. Jimmy uh, Hendrix of gospel music uh he more than anybody probably said, I mean you talk about Andre Crouch but Andre Crouch was 50 years ago uh right Kirk Franklin's now. Kirk Franklin, over the past 25 years, 30 years, he's changed the sound of music in black churches across the world, and that's his sound. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he, he, yeah, it's... um. He, he's, he's a figure with incredible ceremonial and symbolic power within, 
a large portion of Christianity. Yeah. Um, the Christians and the, the churches, black. the churches, well, not Pentecostal black, but just black in general, could be Baptist. They're still, that's still the sound of their worship service. Yeah. Kirk, today's, and Kirk Franklin's probably 50, but today, He's be getting up today's there, yeah. generation of pop stars, all the rappers, all of them, most of the pop stars, if they went to church, that was the gospel music they'd listen to. Beyonce Knowles grew up on Kirk Franklin. Okay? So that's just some backstory to her, who, who Kirk Franklin is and the symbolic power that he wields um, within that community. Yeah. Now. Kirk, he Kanye West falls to the to the stage, right? He he gets down on the stage. He lies down on his stomach, um, with his hands spread out, right? And then he's prayed over by Kirk Franklin, and then uh, the choir gives three shouts, and Kanye West gets up on the fourth shout, raised from the dead, as it raised were. from the dead, and immediately his face is changed. He has a wideness to the eye. He has uh, flaring of the nostrils. Bouncing the step. He has a, uh, a wild look in the eyes. Um, one of the classic, quote-unquote, um, uh, uh, signs of somebody having demon possession is that their eyes can move independently of each other. Mm-hmm. And there's some interviews with Lady Gaga in which that happens. Really? And, yeah, and she's real herking and jerky. And, and, and supposedly that that's one of the marks. And, and Kanye West, as he well, gets Lady up Gaga from the stage, is very herky and jerky. In some of her videos. Yeah. That is, I mean, we watched a video analyzing some of Kanye West stuff, and and even you and I were kind of like, eh, bit of a stretch. But before, before, but Lady Gaga's got some. Bla- I mean, pentagrams, dude. Yeah, like, well, the pentagram is not a symbol of, and uh, this is not a Luciferian or cultic. It isn't a cultic symbol, but it's not a Luciferian or dark symbol. It's a pentagrams and goat heads. Like well, you add the goat to the pentagram, and it becomes something else. It becomes a, it's the it's the calling card of Baphomet. So, which is which is the androgynous uh, goat man who who is supposed to embody Lucifer, the Lightbringer. So, Baphomet is is the 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 uh, the giver of knowledge to mankind. He's the personification of the learning and the greatness of mankind. Is Baphomet, which which only happened because we fell and ate the fruit. The horned goat, dude. Yeah. Right. Anyway, that aside. And if I mean Baphomet is a minor deity in the pantheon of of Christian esotericism. Uh, anyway, so learned, Matt. I love these Kanye these West fireside chats with Matt. Kanye West. He's during the song. He he sings only a cute uh, for a couple seconds, maybe fifteen twenty seconds. The whole song. The rest is uh, a couple other people doing verses and stuff and singing. Yeah. A chance um, the rapper and some, the dude with the hat. Yeah, but he's very he's very despondent, right? He's very low energy, almost lethargic. He's off to the side, off the to the side. Yeah, bobbing his head, mm-hmm. still in, involved, but but not high energy. And then as soon as he gets up off the ground, he pauses and he just it's as though he's just staring off into spank, space. He's in a trance as he when he gets off the ground, he's just standing there, and then. As soon as the music stops, he starts jumping around like he's a man possessed and talking incredibly fast and incredibly high um, as far as tone goes. Uh, and his words racing like he just took the biggest bump of cocaine in the world, right? <laughs> yeah. um, mixed with like some, you know, 
poppers and 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 like you know salvia okay <laughs> that's what that's it's like you know a cocaine he just did a, a, a cocaine salvia bump anyway right um so so what did it look like to me it looked like <laughs> what that's the the fire popping in the background it looks like what a, a lot of people would say is a classic demon possession right and giving yourself over to a, a, another entity uh, right. some sort of spiritual force becoming possessed by it mm-hmm. um no there's v- videos of this thing happening to beyonce happening to lady gaga um happening to uh to other other celebrities right um um yeah but uh i hadn't seen it in kanye before but now it now it is you know right well, see, I don't know. I don't. It's 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 kind of, it's kind of interesting. And my question is, or, or sort of my my, and I started talking to you about this right as we begin to record. Like, what is what is this thing of like? Because like Kirk Franklin, right? Like, mm-hmm. who are you and I or anybody to, to sort of question that dude's motives? Or you know, yeah. like, uh, okay, maybe he's just a dude who's sort of latched onto that that sect of Christianity and. I, I'm not one even to say oh, that's not worship. That's not. I'll, I'll say first and foremost, that's not how I worship. Yeah, that's for sure the case. Yeah, but I'm not going to say those people aren't worshiping by doing that, mm-hmm. right? But it's and but, I think that's a dangerous thing to do. Yeah, because because no, I, th- I, th- I think they I think they are because true faith is true faith no matter no matter what, even if it's misdirected or even if, if it's out of some sort of ignorance, it's still truth faith. Okay, right. So. So, uh, Jesus addresses this, or the Paul addresses this when talking about. Um, I became all things to all men. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and 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 talking about if a man has faith, it is counted for him, to him for righteousness. So talking about basically the people before Jesus came along, right? In Scripture, like they don't have a chance to accept him as Messiah, and that's the only way you can get to heaven. Well, your faith is accounted for righteousness. Okay. Right. So, so true faith is true faith, even if it's out of ignorance or if it's misdirected. Um. But but that that to I me feel warmer, I feel by the way <laughs> it's 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 psychosomatic um, <laughs> placebo <clears throat> it is placebo effect to to a point um, but but Kirk Franklin and and that style of music to me is no different than uh, what's the one big Australian band that was big in Christian Christian music and and burst onto the scene a couple of years ago and kind of changed the sound of worship music um, oh so Hillsong he, yeah Hillsong Hillsong okay. Yeah. Right, and oh it, was, my gosh, it was dude. It was a. Oh, well, they've been probably around for ten years now, but it was a big, yeah. huge. Yeah, it was a, a large church who praise and worship kind of developed their own style of praise and worship. That was big, anthematic. It was like a rain of rock. It was like Queen meets Stephen Curtis Chapman. You know, <laughs> yeah, and the so, bastard child of Queen and yeah, Stephen Curtis Chapman. Yeah, yeah. Um, so to me, it's it's the same. That's the same thing, right? You know what I mean? And and that's the thing. There's nothing wrong with those things. No. In, in, inherently, no. So, like that's but the people who lead those movements have an incredible amount of symbolic power, because people follow them. And Kirk Franklin is somebody that people have followed unequivocally and without question because for years, for years and years and years. And yeah. but but look what Kirk Franklin is. I'm sure he's done a lot of good, but he's still made a lot of money. And he's yeah. got jets, and he's got boats, and he's got houses, and he's got people hanging off of him, and and he's got. People say telling him what he wants to hear so that they'll give him his money, and that's never good for a person ever, ever. 
Um, you know, when you have that much money, it's only worth eight point five million. Right, right, yeah. You know, I I don't see the point in it. Number one, I I think it's 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 when something becomes that that commercialized, I think it cheapens it, and that's what his music is. It's a commercial thing. Um, but it doesn't mean it's it's necessarily a bad thing. But right. When you're doing, <laughs> but see, like when you're when you're doing question. symbolic, where does Kanye West kind of where does he fit in? I, I I think that I think that you you I haven't listened to this new album yet, but you've told me it's very very gospel. Yeah, uh, I think it's his appeal to that sect, but it's also that sect of Christianity or that sect of the music industry handing him a crown and saying you're the 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 Messiah now because you've been slain and resurrected. On national television, on a song that's about uh, you know, finding the light, yeah, and and uh, yeah, and then you know, you you get up and you're you're a man possessed. Hmm. It's you know, I know, something to think about, mm-hmm. something to give some thought. That's what we do. So, so maybe it's uh, yeah, yeah I don't know, man. Hmm. And and that's sometimes that's the best you can do is when you've given something some thought, and it baffles you. You say I don't know, and you have to become you have to be be at peace with not knowing. You know, well, you you're never going to know what's in the mind of Kanye West. You know, <laughs> I mean, if, if anything, his Twitter feed has, we, has assured me of that. We do. It's ninety percent. Ninety percent of what's on Kanye West's mind is Kanye West. <laughs> well, ninety five percent, Matt. Don't cut okay. the man short. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, we've talked about music pretty much the whole there you podcast. Go. Fireside time with Matt. We've talked about the music. Bring that to a conclusion. Uh, we've been talking about music the whole podcast. We have. What's on your mind? With the minor diversion. Let's hear one of those Kanye West songs. Mm. It's the end of the episode. Yeah. Let's say screw the regulations and the rules. Just just go out on a Kanye West song. Yep. Pick pick the one from the new album that you think is right there. Sort of uh, sort of hits home. I had a couple of stories, but uh, no, we wasted time talking about music. Like the Justice Department's going to sue the the city of Ferguson. I don't know if you heard that. Next time, I'll give that some thought. <laughs> there you go. The T, the hook, the yeah. tease. Yeah. Lame Antonin Scalia jokes. See, we're <laughs> well, apparently, um, in his will, it said that he is to be cremated. Um, but hundreds of women showed up to decide if that was right for his body. <laughs> There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I actually, a uh, friend of mine on Facebook shared a status update from Phyllis Schlafly about uh, what a good friend he was, etc., mm. etc. Et and and I shared the Onion's report that, uh, <laughs> did you see the Onion headline uh-uh. about his death? It said, uh, uh, after battling a 30-year-long uh or after having a 30-year-long battle with social progress, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Scalia is uh, finally laid to rest. Um, I'm going to play the song that, to me, is the best sounding. Okay. Okay? Like, I love the beat in this song. It sounds incredible. And there's a beat change, too. So, be prepared for that. Anyways, thanks for listening. Everybody out there Man, in all your land. I can understand how See you next time. Kind of hard to love a girl like me. 
I don't blame you much for wanting to be free I just wanted you to know Swiss only let the beat rock Southside niggas that know me best I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex Why? I made that bitch famous God damn. I made that bitch famous For all the girls that got dick from Kanye West If you see them in the streets, give them Kanye's best Why? They mad they ain't famous God damn. They mad they still nameless talk that talk, man. A man in the store trying to try his best But he just can't seem to get Kanye fresh But we still hood famous yeah, we still hood famous I just wanted you to know I've loved you better than your own candy From the very start I don't blame you much for wanting to be free Wake up, Mr. West! I just wanted you to know I be Puerto Rican day parade floating That Benz Marina Del Rey coasting She be Puerto Rican day parade waving Last month I helped her with the car payment Young and we alive We never gonna die I just cop the jet to fly out of a personal debt Put one up in the sky The sun is in my eyes Woke up and felt the vibe No matter how hard they try we never gonna die. I just wanted you to know. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.